Welcome back, everyone, to Stay in Your Lane podcast with Triple T Transport. Today, Bob Costello. Man needs no introduction. Uh, Bob's been on with this is probably your fourth time with us, Bob, in the I, past it, year. Uh, you're lucky I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go along with that. Beggars can't be choosing. So um, we, uh, we, I would say we've hit what we feel is probably the bottom economically here in the country. Uh, last time we spoke, uh, we talked about uh, fuel prices, fuel availability, winter heating, all of those things were the concern. Uh, now it's where are we going from an economic perspective, yield curve going negative. What does that mean? What do you see? And I'm going to give you the floor. Yeah, well, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I'm still, I still think the most likely path of the macro economy uh, is a for a mild recession, probably the first half of this year. But I'm going to be honest with you, the the timing is tricky. I'm not, you know, it could be late first quarter when it starts. It could be move into the second quarter. There, heck, there are some economists that have it in the second half of the year. Um, it, it gets a little tricky. Um, I guess the, the, you know, and actually, while I think it's unlikely, uh, the, the so-called soft landing that the Fed's trying to orchestrate, which means, you know, they, they slow the economy and inflation without causing a recession, that's not completely out of the question, although I think it's, it's a lot less likely. Any, any recession should be short and shallow, right? I, I, I do believe that. But at the end of the day, on the freight market, whether we have a macro uh, recession or not, uh, the freight market's worse, right? And, and I guess it's because the, the truck freight um, and really freight overall um, uh, market is just moving back to historical averages, trend from two and a half years of well above average demand growth, right? And so we're going back to, I mean, things that come to mind. Consumers are moving back to buying a lot more services. I travel every week for work. Planes are packed, right? I mean, they are absolutely packed. Um, housing's in a recession. Factory output is slowing down. Um, there are some good you know, things like we're going to get a lot of spending on infrastructure coming our way soon. That's going to help add uh, actually, it's probably going to keep the, the labor market in, in transportation and trucking uh, tight. Uh, but 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 as these things happen, the consumer going back to, to serve, you know, services, buying less goods that we bought a ton of goods uh, in 2021, uh, in early 2022, that's all moving away. Housing, again, recession, factory output slowing. So that means that the freight economy is slower than the overall economy, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, you know, everyone's what I'm hearing uh, is two to three quarters, probably see an uptick in fourth quarter. Listen, we, we're leading the macro front. So we're on the downside. So we're probably going to lead it on the upside, too. Right. Um, I, I, the, the, I didn't mention uh, inventories. Right. I think that the inventory cycle and, and by the way, Everybody's talking about inventories and it's important, right? I'm not saying they shouldn't be, but I hear a lot of high level stuff, which is great. I, I you know, that's just fine that inventories are way bloated. I think the true answer there is, a, is much more nuanced. Okay. 
Because if you look at data put out by the uh, Census Bureau on inventories relative to sales, what you'll see is in a lot of uh, industries and, and, and big picture, you know, whether you're looking at uh, manufacturing and, and even retail, they don't seem that bloated. But if you start to peel back the retail numbers a little bit, what you find is big box retailers got really bloated in terms of inventories. And that's where the problem is. And that's a huge part of it, especially the truckload market, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and, and that though is coming down again. Uh, so in other words, they're working off uh, those inventories, you know, and, and and the timing of that is is difficult to say, but I'm going to go with like done at this end of the second quarter, which gets to what you just said. That means a second half sort of recovery is, is likely. Um, I don't think it's going to boom, but I think that we're getting closer and closer to to bottom. Um, And we haven't even talked about the supply side, right? I mean, that's just the demand side. Um, And so I think that's important. And again, we're going to see a heck of a lot, as long as they, as long as they, they, they uh, approve the debt ceiling uh, going up, we're going to see a lot of spending on roads and bridges and other infrastructure, which will also lead to a, you know, a demand for freight and keep the, the, the labor market uh, tight in the trucking industry. So, long-winded way of saying the exact timing of that is a little sketchy because I, I don't know the exact timing of, of a potential downturn, but I do think the second half of 23 should be better than the first half. I, I would agree with that. I think that that third quarter is going to be somewhat of a, a transitional struggle because I don't know where we're at labor-wise for a lot of the manufacturing and things that when they pick up. Yeah, I, I do think manufacturing, it, it, all that manufacturing is just starting to really slow down if you look at the numbers. And and so I don't think, I don't, you know, for the year this year, I've got manufacturing output down a little less than 1%. That's not a lot. Um, by the way, long-term fundamentals of, of manufacturing, I think are good. Um, you know, you've got uh, nearshoring, reshoring, friendshoring, whatever you want to call it. It takes time to do that. I mean, that is, a, it's, it's a long, I mean, it took us 20, 30 years to put manufacturing in Asia and specifically China. It doesn't come back overnight. Um, but I think some of that is real. Um, so um, yeah, I, I, I think some, some at some point, because it's hard to carve these up nicely in third, fourth quarter and stuff, uh, but somewhere in that second half, you're going to start to see uh, improvement, maybe, and some sectors may be earlier than that, John. I mean, it, it just depends. Um, and so, some freight se- segments might be a little bit better earlier. Um, but, but my point is, I think overall, the 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 first half of this year is is when things will will hit bottom, and then we start to come out again gradual. I don't want people to think, oh my gosh, let's do a repeat of second half of 2020 and 2021. That's not going to, that's not, that's not going to happen. No, I don't see the demand being able to push up. Yeah. I mean, it was unique things. It was, it was, you know, we had to, you know, we, we either, we, well, certainly we didn't travel and therefore we were like, well, let's, and, and a lot of people got a bunch of money put in their pockets from the government and boom, they just started buying stuff and, uh, and that's not going to repeat. What do you see interest rates and inflation wise? So inflation peaked last summer. 
uh, it is decelerating, um, but whilst continues to be well above recent historical numbers, right? Um, I think that that deceleration in the growth rate of uh, inflation, you know, the Fed doesn't necessarily target the consumer price index, but I think it's a it's a good one for everybody to look at because we can kind of all relate to it. It's what we spend online and in, in stores. Um, and, and so, uh, I, you know, we're going to go from over, a little over 9% year over year growth last summer uh, at the peak. Uh, by the end of this year, we're closer to 4.5%. Um, still well above the Fed's target of 2%, at least their existing target. But with that said, I, I, based on recent deceleration, I think that the Fed continues to increase interest rates here um, in the first quarter. And, and then I've got them right now. I know the market thinks they're going to reduce interest rates in, the, in, in this, maybe the second half of the year. I think a likely path is probably holding steady. Um, and, and where that is, is, is for the Fed funds rate to be about 5%. So I think they get that in, in the first quarter here. Uh, and then they just sort of take a, a wait and see approach. Because at the end of the day, while 4.5% CPI growth is a heck of a lot better than 9%, it's still well above their target. And I think they're going to hold steady and see where we are with that. So you're, you're saying we're going to get another bump and then probably hold and then watch to see, trying to, you know, uh, force us back into that two to 3% range. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's going to take, you're not going to, the chance we're not going to get that two to 3% range this year no. in terms of inflation. Um, I think, you know what, and, and, and this is, I think an important, I think it could, it could happen in, in 24 to 25, somewhere in there. Okay. But at the end of the day, we had really, really cheap money for a long time, and that's not healthy for an economy either. Right. So too low, too long. You, you know, you have you know, interest you, rates too low for too long. You have the, the COVID situation uh, pumping all that back into the economy to try and keep things going, uh, probably for too long. And so it's not, you know, we didn't get here overnight. We're not getting out of it overnight. Is that what you're saying? Sure. I think that's that's fair. I think, you know, um, interest rates were already low going into COVID and then they felt like they had to drop them more. So I'm not sure the Fed had much of a choice, um, but but we've had we had really low interest rates for a, for a, even before COVID for a while. And I think we're getting back to sort of more sustainable you know, levels for, for a longer time. So, so um, I, I think that's, you know, uh, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything that you're hearing in our industry, because you're as close to it as anybody. For yeah, as yeah, capacity. I mean, a couple things stand out to me, right? Um, one is we still had some employment growth on the truckload side. Um, although that's slowing down, it is, it is, it has happened. So people automatically assume that, oh, capacity is growing. Uh, be careful with that because, uh, when these, these independent contractors that bought, let's say really expensive used equipment in 21, first half of 2022, and the spot market falling so much, some of them are getting rid of that equipment. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and some, of them are becoming employees. 
Um, and when you do that, you have an increase in employment, but you don't have, that's not an increase in capacity, right? So, so I think that's an important thing that people need to uh, watch for in, in trying to read the tea leaves. Um, and with that said, I do think some capacity is slowly coming out of the industry. It's nothing uh, abrupt. Um, yes, truck sales are up, but um, there is still a ton of replacement uh, demand out there. Um, fleets got way off on their on their cycles because they couldn't get new trucks. So um, I, I, you know, I don't think that supply is is. And in fact, we look at sort of you know both company tractors and leased on ICs for um, truckload carriers. And yes, from the bottom, they're up four and a half percent, but they're still off over 7% pre-COVID uh, 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 in terms of their fleet size. So, so um, that, I, you know, I've been talking to a lot of folks about that, but generally here, some similar stuff to what we're talking about here uh, in terms of demand, it's, it's softer, no real peak season. Um, I suspect first quarter here is going to be a little soft uh, and, and, and so forth. Um, but, but I've got, there's some folks, I was talking to folks just yesterday and they were like, you know, we think the second half is going to be better. And so that's, that's what fleets are, are expecting. All right. Well, uh, appreciate all the knowledge, your perspective, appreciate you taking time to sit down with us and share and for all our viewers and uh, thank you and look forward to talking to you again here, probably next quarter. We'll see how this plays out together. All right. Sounds good. My pleasure to be here. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, no problem.